Hi there, and welcome to episode 42 of the T21 Mum podcast. I'm Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, single parenting, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, and she's seven years old and rockin' an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome, and I'm living life my way. And my friend Ron and co-host, as always, is joining me today. Mary, 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 I guess you're just about at the end of your rope. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's been a bit of a rough week, I have to say. Yeah, we haven't we haven't spoken until today for a while because of yeah. you know different things going on. But you've had a lot of very different things going on. <laughs> yes, we did. So might as well just dive right in. Just dive right in. <laughs> it's you know, the COVID chronicles continued. So uh, you know, it's the end of the school year here and they're doing the wrap up. IEP and of course it's through Zoom of course. So let's see what day was it? It was Tuesday, so the beginning of my work week. And uh I last haven't week. Even, yeah, last week and I haven't even been back to work a week. And after your previous quarantining isolationing of 24 days. Right. <laughs> We're lucky we both got out alive. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, you know, sitting there in this Zoom meeting and we've just started. We're only a few minutes in and I see that I've got a call coming in from daycare. That's never a good sign. So obviously I didn't answer it. And then my supervisor comes over and says, oh yeah, daycare is on the line. I said, I know, just take a message (laughs) because I'm trying to deal with this IEP, right? And so then she comes back and tells me that she has a fever and a cough and that I need to call them when I'm done. And I thought, Oh, great. So. Cause I, everybody just jumps right away to the big, you know, the big assumption, right? Of course. And I mean, I, I know that she doesn't have COVID and we can talk a little bit more about it in a bit about like why kids aren't getting it, but also we haven't been anywhere 24 days. And I've only been, I think I was back to work for, was, it was, wasn't even a week yet. So yeah. And then they, when I called, they, you know, and they're only using the forehead thermometer, which isn't really the most reliable. And, uh, they said she tested several times over 38 and like Ainsley tends to have a low basal temperature. Like usually it's like 35 ish, sometimes 36, and they t- also told me that she's going to have to stay home for 10 days. I thought there is no way that we are going to get through another 10 days. Like there's just no Back way. Back in the bucket. Yeah. I mean, we just came out of 24 days. I mean, like <laughs> I I was, I almost was ready to lose it. So, and I, I understand it. I, I understand where the daycare is coming from. I completely appreciate that. But I also realize the reality of it is that this isn't very practical because, you know, I get home, I test her and I have like a one that I test under the armpit and she does not have a fever. So I call to get us into the COVID clinic where we had gone previously and I find out the previous adventure started. Yes. Yes. And 
I find out they just shut down the day before. And so I'm going, oh, great. Where's the next closest one? So they gave me one and it wasn't that much farther away. And luckily the same COVID doctor was there, Dr. Ali. And, you know, they got us in right away. I was so thankful because it was kind of getting late in the day. It was after three, I think. And so they got us in and tested Ainsley. But, you know, I said, shouldn't we have someone else in to to help us? Because I know Ainsley's a squirmer, right? Because I'm holding her arms down. He goes, oh, no. And I don't know, maybe he forgot because he can't do it. He tried twice and then he called in another doctor. But of course, the other doctor has to completely suit up. And uh, he just held her head. I said, she's very strong. You know, sometimes people are fooled because if someone has Down syndrome, they just think they can't be strong. But Ainsley has always been very strong. So we got the test done and it's very quick and she's quite compliant. Like once if someone's holding her. And so that was Tuesday and I asked them if they could just expedite the results because of my work. Right. And he said, yes. So I was hoping to get them by Wednesday, but I realized because Ainsley's under 16, I can't access her records online. And then the clinic doesn't have the results yet. So then, you know, we go all through Wednesday. I haven't heard anything. And I'm also thinking no news is good news because if you're, you're positive, you're going to get a million phone calls. And then on Thursday, I get a call from Ainsley's doctor. And I'm thinking, I don't think. The pediatrician? Yeah, the pediatrician. And I'm thinking, oh, that's not always a good sign when the pediatrician is calling. And then I had this momentary fear that, oh my gosh, maybe Ainsley actually is positive. But she called because she was wondering why Ainsley was tested again. And then immediately told me that it was negative. And I thought, oh, thank goodness. So, and then I had explained to her the whole circumstances that in order for Ainsley to go back to daycare and not have to quarantine for 10 days, I have to get her retested. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Laughing in sympathy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I understand where the day here is coming from, but also like, I know that she doesn't have it, but I mean, they're just going by what I'm saying. They, they don't really know, but well, and they have, then they have protocols they have to follow. And yes. And I can appreciate that. But so every kid, every time they cough or have a sniffle, they have to stay home for 10 days. Or they have to get tested. Like, I don't know if they then test for a fever and then if that's the um, tipping point. Like if they have a so-called fever that then they have to quarantine. I'm, I'm not really sure. I guess I should ask. But then our, our doctor, our pediatrician, she actually explained to me why kids aren't really getting COVID. Because in all reality, when I had COVID, Ainsley should have gotten it. Like there is no reason that she shouldn't have gotten it. But our pediatrician explained that kids don't have a lot of these, it's called ACE2 receptors. And that is where the virus kind of, I guess, gloms onto and enters into your system. But kids don't have a lot of those receptors. So it makes it actually harder for them to get it. But it's interesting because kids normally catch every virus that's out there. Yes, I think is very interesting. 
But if they do get COVID, because it is possible that they can get it, it's because they've been exposed to a lot of COVID. And it also makes it very difficult for them to get rid of it because those receptors act as an entryway and also an exit. So I thought that was very interesting. And, and for me personally, like, I don't really know what September is going to hold for the school year, but since Ainsley didn't get COVID when I had it, I do plan on sending her back to school. And then when the doctor explained to me, like why kids for the most part, aren't really getting it, it kind of makes sense. And, you know, I feel fairly okay about it. And also she doesn't have a lot of the other respiratory issues that a lot of kids with Down syndrome have, or hasn't, you know, she hasn't really been all that susceptible. Like she is to colds and so forth, but you know, she's never had pneumonia. She's never had RSV or bronchitis and never been hospitalized. And she's not asthmatic. So no. So yeah. So unlike my brother, who's like, he's asthmatic. So it's like, like asthmatic kids and asthmatic adults, you know, anything to do with that respiratory, like, breathing thing well because that's what covid is yeah right exactly yeah. yeah and people kind of forget that they think oh it's just like the flu uh no it's like a flu that goes straight to your lungs yeah yeah you know and yeah. for me it wasn't so bad like i didn't have a lot of respiratory distress when i had it i i did i remember going up the stairs after being tested because someone else was going to get in the elevator. I thought, I don't think it's a good idea for me to be in the elevator with them. So I took the stairs and I did feel a little bit more winded than I normally would. And, but that was it really. And of course the coughing, which is almost subsided. So the non, the non-productive coughing. Correct. Yeah. The COVID cough as I call it. Yeah. So what happened? So what happened to get her finally get the positive results and, and then how did you communicate that to the daycare? Well, actually, the negative results, <laughs> not the <Right>. positive. <laughs> Sorry, did I say positive? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I actually texted, texted that to the daycare and said, oh, so Ainsley's positive, so I'm hoping that she can come back to daycare tomorrow. And they go, do you mean she's negative? <laughs> I didn't realize I had typed that. <laughs> So I wonder, I wonder if that's just one of those slips, like you, like it's an automatic assumption that it's positive. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Um, so I sent daycare a message saying, saying that, right. That she, well, and then I corrected myself saying she has tested negative. I got a call from her pediatrician and then they told me they wanted a copy of the results. So that's making it again, difficult because I can't access her, her reports online. And then I phoned the pediatrician and I think they're just working remotely. Like, I don't think there's anyone at that office. And so I'm just leaving a message, but I don't know how often they're checking it. And then I actually did phone the pediatrician. I I felt bad because she had called me on her personal cell and I don't ever like to abuse that. And and I did apologize. She, She said, it's okay. And so she actually just screenshotted it to me and then and then her office had just sent it to me, actually. I did, hadn't checked. And then I fired that off to daycare. So it was good. But it just, you know, it was making my life challenging when it was already challenging. You know, because navigating this, is it's it's been hard. Well, and I, you obviously had some very negative emotional thing going on when they when you first got 
the daycare note that said, you know, she's got a temperature, you got to come get her. Uh, what, how was that for you? Yeah, it was, you know, cause I really didn't like, cause when I picked Ainsley up, she looked completely fine to me. She didn't, uh, appear feverish. She didn't seem sick at all. And then when I brought her home, I think over the two days, I think she coughed once. And then when we'd gone to get checked, uh, her temperature was 37. So perfect. I mean, maybe she was a little warm because she does tend to test a little bit lower, but she still was considered not feverish. Yeah. Some different I, activities are going to raise the kid's temperature and, you know, it's like. Yeah. So. And I don't know, like, how often are they checking the kids? I know they check when they first come in, but. And what if they cough? Do you, are they checking then? Are they checking every hour? Like, I don't know what their protocol is at daycare. I mean, I'm assuming it's the same for every child. I don't think Ainsley was singled out by any means, you know, and I, and I understand they have to follow the the protocols that's being set out by, you know, the public health office. So, you know, and I can appreciate that because, you know, if there was other kids in a similar situation, I would expect them to be doing the same thing for them. But you know, 10 days like to quarantine is, is, it's a long time to expect, you know, especially after doing 24 days, like there's just, there was no way I thought, Oh, this, this just can't happen. It wouldn't be good for either one of us. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and well, now one of the things is that as the weather's turning, that, that you, know, you can at least open the door and get fresh air. Yes. Right? Or you yeah. can go sit out on your balcony or your patio and, and like, mm-hmm. you can at least get outside to be, you know, to get that sense of being somewhere, yeah, not stuck inside, inside. Like, like like you get during the winter. Yeah, because the last probably week or so of our twenty four days, the weather wasn't that great, so we were pretty much stuck yeah. inside. I mean, we were permitted to go for walks, and we did go for I think two short walks, but that was all we were allowed to do. We couldn't go to a park, even if there was nobody there. Um, so it was making it challenging. And I think Ainsley was getting sick of me and, you know, there's only so much we can do at home, but that day though, when like we're doing all the phone calls and getting the results, we went to the park cause it was a really beautiful day and, and she, the water park was on. And so Ainsley was just gunning for it. So I let her go in fully clothed, whatever. And she had a great time and stayed there for probably a good half hour. And that water is cold, you know? So, but yeah, so, you know, hopefully we have no more bumps. I'm hoping at least for next little while. And we can just sort of, you know, get through this and, you know, because then on the Tuesday when all this went down, I'm going, Oh my gosh, I just, at dinner, I just drank the last of my wine. I go, I think I might need some more wine. I was to about get to say, do you this. need an SOS package? <laughs> Almost, but we were we were good and we went and stocked up. So okay, <laughs> I can make a run. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, but um, yeah. So it's been it's been a bit of a challenging time, but you know I've decided now that I'm also going to carry a thermometer with me so that. I mean, hopefully it doesn't but, happen again. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got one anyway, right? Yeah. And every, every parent has one. <laughs> has one. Yeah. But then I'd like to check her temperature at daycare if it happens again to see just, you know, 
but I don't know. They'll probably have to go by what their thermometer says. But I almost wish that if it shows over 38, that they then test in another way, like under the arm. Because Ainsley won't, it won't test accurately in the mouth. I talked to her pediatrician about that. So, you know, I have to do under the arm. Well, and you have to be careful because like they may chomp down and. Yeah, she's okay with that, but you have to have your mouth closed and it has to be under your tongue yeah. and, you know, you got to wait for yeah. the duration. And I remember, so. if, I remember from when I was a kid, so. Yeah. It never went well. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought I'll just carry my own thermometer just to, you know, so I know if this happens yeah. again. So, yeah. yeah, so it's been bit challenging and you know my workplace they're also trying to find their way in this too right because I'm the first employee that's gotten this and then and I was actually going to talk to them about a really dubious first for you I know I know right because like I was actually going to send an email and ask like well what's going to happen you know if I have to take 10 days off because Ainsley's been told she can't come back to school or daycare or what have you and I hadn't even sent the email like and then this happened so you know and they're trying to navigate that as well um how that's going to look from an employer's standpoint so we'll see you know we're all navigating this together and well I find it I find it you know somewhat encouraging that you know in in your job as a frontline you know first response first response kind of thing Mm -hmm. is that you were like after all of this time you were the first in a rather substantial sized workplace Mm -hmm. to get this I was very surprised because I and I I didn't think I would ever get it you know I'd been fairly careful and I don't know where I got it I I suspect from a shopping cart because I hadn't gone I didn't go anywhere and you know, but I also see there's, you know, lots of younger people at my workplace and I often see them not physically distancing and I don't know what they're doing outside of work. I mean, I can't speak for them, but you know, I, I actually just assumed it would be a younger person that would have gotten it. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be me, you know, so, but it is. Well, they're the, they're the new target group. Is, oh, are they? The, okay. You know, the, like the, the under 30s yeah. are the new target group. And I suspect it's because they were like the first ones who wanted to get the hell out of the house. Excuse my language, but they wanted to get out of the house. Oh, I don't blame them. Yes, I'm sure. That's that's why. So, And uh, like in, in, in my neighborhood here, there's like the park just down the street um, on weekends. There's a lot of, on Monday morning, there's always a lot of uh, leftover beer cans and alcohol. <laughs> so, so they're obviously saying, mom, I'm going for a walk. And then they're meeting up in the park and drinking and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you generally leaving a mess, but I think that's what's happening is, is that they are, they have yet to grow the wisdom about mm-hmm. why they need to be, uh, distanced. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard, right? It's very hard, you know, and, like during that whole 24 days of being home, you know, I Ainsley kept wanting to go to daycare. And I mean, we're still doing zoom dates with her friends and stuff and also with the school, but you know, it's not the same, you know, where you 
can yeah. play with your friends and stuff. So yeah, it, it, it was, it was hard. And so that's why I didn't want to do another 10 days because <laughs> I honestly didn't know how I would, how I would manage doing another 10 days. I think it would be, it would be crazy. And well, it's it, one of the things about going into this for a second time or a third time or in the mm -hmm. fall when things start to happen again is that now we all have a kind of an expectation of what we need to do mm -hmm. and how we got through it the last time. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like we, we, we have an idea now of what our expectations and how to moderate them because remember back at the beginning of all of this it was well this will be over by april and then this will be over by may and you know all of these yeah. false deadlines where you know these false deadlines of hope would mm -hmm. show up uh and i think we've sort of figured out now that this is going to be an ongoing thing mm -hmm. and so in the fall and into the winter as as we find ourselves back indoors we have an idea of what we need to plan for and that we yes. need to moderate our expectations of our mm -hmm. lives for the next little while. Yes. I mean, and I've been out and about a little bit, but I, and I wear a mask, but I don't see a lot of people wearing a mask and. I wear a mask if I'm in close quarters, like in a store or something. Yeah. That's but if I'm out I'm on the street or in my car, I don't, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't wear a mask. So. Yeah, I'm just surprised that not as many people, I haven't seen as many people wearing masks as I had. Well, glasses, because like when you wear glasses, those masks, it's like your glasses all fog up. I know, that's what I don't yeah. like. It makes it challenging so. to see, right? But I did so. come across a video that showed you how to take a piece of uh, like a Kleenex mm -hmm. and to fold it a certain way and place it on the inside of your mask. So it actually, it, it sort of creates a blockage and absorbs oh. all that condensation. So I have yet to try it, but oh, well, you have I to send me the that. link. Maybe I can find that. Yeah, because I, I'll try and find it because it's it's maybe we can put that up on the yeah on the show page as a show note and say how to how to block the condensation on your <laughs> on your glasses. glasses. There's something like fifty some odd percent of the population need corrective lenses. So you and I are not the only people suffering uh, with this. I am sure we're not the only ones. So yeah, and then. Speaking of glasses, Ainsley lost her. You noticed the segue there, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. She lost them, huh? Yeah. But we did something really fun yesterday. So oh. someone told me about a lady on Facebook who's a photographer who was doing a free photo shoots for single moms. And so I sent her a message and said, I would love to be considered if, if there's still space and she said yes and she goes I have a son who also has down syndrome and I thought whoa what are the chances of that so that was really cool so we went to Ambleside Beach and it was very crowded there and I didn't see a lot of physical distancing I was kind of surprised not a lot of people wearing masks and I wasn't the, the, wearing one. Yeah, people are getting lazy. I know. So anyway, so we did we had a nice little um photo shoot on the beach and you know in the sand and sitting on a log. And then at the end she said, Oh, do you want to go dip 
your toes in the water. And, you know, we were just wearing jeans because when we left, it was sort of a little bit cooler, but it was quite nice and sunny when we got to the beach. So I rolled up our, our jeans and took off our shoes and socks. And, and I thought, you know, I know Ainsley's just going to end up in the water, you know, so we go and, you know, just stand in the water and she's getting some pictures. And then before I know it, Ainsley's sitting in the water and then she's rolling in the water. And <laughs> at one point she actually kind of like, got away from me so like I'm going she can't go any farther because then I'm going right in you know at this point I'm pretty much up to my knees right and I grab her by the the back of her pants and pull her back in anyways we had a really good time and then I finally got her out of the water and we're walking up back to where our stuff was not far and I go where are her glasses she had them on the whole time and they must have somehow, like when I kind of picked her up, they must have somehow come off. Like she's got a band. So I don't know how they came off. And I ran back, I just thinking they were on the sand, but they're obviously in the water somewhere. Couldn't see them. And I don't have any spare pairs. So she's going to be without glasses for at least a few days until I can get hmm. a new pair. <laughs> <laughs> which also plays into our last episode right when we're yes. talking to maria but yeah. yeah and she actually had given me a frame and so i'm going to use that frame to get her and if they are able to with her lenses put them in that frame so yeah i thought oh gosh and and i and i think um sasha that's the lady's name uh sasha sasha joubert photography and we'll put a little uh, link, link to her yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really nice to chat with her, her, her son, Joey, I think she said he's 14. It just finished grade seven. So 13 or 14. I thought she said 14 and he's going to be going to my high school next year. So I thought that was kind of cool. Your old but, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I thought, cool. I said, Oh, I went there and she goes, Oh really? So I thought that was kind of cool. And it was so nice that she did that. And I really look forward to the pictures. So that will be kind of fun. And she goes, you know, it was so nice to see the two of you in the water. You didn't care that she got wet. So often I see the parents there, they're fretting about the hair and the clothes. I said, Oh, well, you know, and even the fact that she got lost over that long ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? Oh, well it happens. Like we've had the glasses for almost two years. I think we had a pretty good run. So, you know, it, it's whatever it is, what it is. So, you know, can't do anything about it and it happened. So, but we're having fun when it happens. So it's okay. Yeah. And that, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's about, like I said before, it's about moderating expectation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of stress out of your life when you moderate those expectations. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I could have got stressed about it, but what, that's not going to help anything, you know, and it was nobody's fault. You know, I think she felt a bit bad, but you know, whatever it, it is, what it is, it just happened. You know, I, I didn't expect her glasses to come off in the water and, and, and it and will she probably even, happen again. And it will probably, you know, if it's not the water, it'll be somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. And she went back and looked at all the pictures. She goes, she has them on for all of the pictures. So it literally was when we just got out and they somehow got knocked off and then ended up in the water. So. But, oh, well, we can get some new fancy frames. So did you go celebrate somewhere? Well, yeah. So Ainsley had been asking for ice cream. So we went and had an ice cream 
at the beach. Where did so you go for the ice cream? Nice. Just right at Ambleside. They had a they have a nice little concession stand oh, there the now. Oh, the concession. Yeah. Yeah, and we each had a little ice cream and went on the swings, and then we went home. <laughs> yeah. It actually sounds like a great day. It was. It was a. It was a really nice day, you know. So, you know, and you know, because it was actually Father's Day, and so that's why Sasha you know, did the photo shoot for single moms. And so I thought that was just really generous of her and, you know, and was nice to connect with another rockin' mom. And, and yeah, it was. Hopefully it was we a, pick up a listener there. She's actually been listening, she said. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think we already have a listener. <laughs> well, we've got a few. <laughs> and listeners. shout out to her. Yes, for sure. So. Yeah, and I'll I'll post some of the pictures once I get them. So, because I'm sure they're, I hope they're lovely. I'm sure they will be. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, what do you got planned for this next week or so? As as you know, we wind down this season. So, and yeah, we have a few more episodes left. Yeah. And I'm working on a couple of guests. I I got a few lined up. So we'll just see how it goes. Again, it's, it's probably it's gonna... funny how this 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 whole this, this whole COVID thing has disrupted people's schedules so much uh yeah trying to find time to do things that you would normally be able to just schedule in your day now is quite difficult yeah so it's, it's been a bit challenging but you know which is one reason like for these last few episodes and also for my stress level is just to do it every other week because we we're usually a little bit farther ahead but you know it just the yeah. way it's worked out and that's okay and yeah so yeah, this week I'm just hoping to stay at work for the whole week, <laughs> and then Ainsley stays at daycare the whole week. <laughs> well, you got my number if you need a wine run. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know, because you know you, you kind of always need wine in these cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and it's just for the record, I don't drink a lot. Okay, I only have maybe one glass a, a night. So that's it. I, I, I had a friend who used to say that. He said, I don't drink a lot. I just drink enough. <laughs> and everyone's version of enough is different, but exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in his case, it was, it was like, for some reason, the top of the bottle would somehow disappear. So he <laughs> couldn't actually close the bottle. So he had to finish it. He had to finish the bottle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. But I think that. that's the definition of a problem. So <laughs> a little bit. Yes. No, no, no worries here. So, but no, I just enjoy a nice glass of wine. It's sort of a nice way to end the day and kind of unwind and, and relax a bit. So I wanted to take a couple minutes just to count your blessings. Yes. And that Ainsley was negative and I hope that it stays that way. Yes. So that's our hope that Mm -hmm. everybody stays healthy and everybody at home who's listening in stays healthy. Yes. And just on a little side note, um, I know we had had said on a previous episode, if anyone's, you know, share their stories, but another mom did contact me and she herself had COVID and her, her son too, although they don't test, they're down in the States but they don't test until after, like she had a positive test, but then they don't test the other people in her family who I think almost everyone got it. I, I, if I remember correctly, 
and her her son who has down syndrome he he got what appears to be uh covid and he does have some respiratory issues but sounds like he's doing okay he had the typical like he had the rash and uh the eyes that kind of look like pink eye where they're really red because mm-hmm. i i, I met, messaged her that and she showed me a picture and i go oh yeah that looks like he probably has had it so i you know i hope they're doing okay and recovering okay but yes yeah, so if anyone else has their covid chronicles I'd love to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I can't be the only person out there. I know I'm not the only person out there who's had it, but you know, and it's different for every person and how they've dealt with it and how serious it was or is, you know, for me, it wasn't, it was somewhat mild. So, you know, just felt a little bit off for a few days, thankfully, but it's as, still as scary. As opposed to a, a, a friend of mine who she got it and she, it was like six weeks wow. for her. And, and she was, and, and it, but it was like having the full on most vicious flu for six weeks Wow! to this day. She's, she's like, and she's, and she got it back in, do you remember when that there was the dental conference here in yep. Vancouver that, mm-hmm. that was a major spreader yep. right at the beginning Well, she was, she got it there. Oh, wow. And, uh, to this day, she's still, she, she's allowed out now and, 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 and she's allowed to move around, but she still says, you know, she's still saying that she's the, she's still having to take these drugs to keep the cough, to try and keep the cough down. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And they don't seem to know really why some people get it worse than others. So and that's, yeah. and that's why it's, this thing is kind of scary to mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. is that there's so many unknowns about this that it's it's it that can that actually drives the cautious the cautious nature of uh health professionals yeah and you know for me personally it became very like very scary once i had it like you just that's when you really realize the impact of it you know before like a moment of mortality in a way, I mean, I wasn't thinking I was going to necessarily die from it, but you also just, it puts into reality, you start thinking about all the people that you've impacted or possibly impacted and, you know, what could happen if I get really sick, you know, all of those things. So it's, it's scary in that regard. So, but, you know, fortunately it was somewhat mild and, you know, I, you know, I've, really didn't have any symptoms after about day six. So I was quite lucky that way. And you know, that everyone else around me remained healthy. So yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're not going to promo a show because we know that we're going to have one. We just don't know what it is yet. No, I've got a few ideas that I'm working on and, uh, but probably it will probably be in two weeks kind of what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Just it's a little bit easier with my work schedule and just everything else going on, but we'll definitely have an episode out. (laughs) Cause that's (laughs) what we do. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah. No. All right. Why don't you wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the T21 mum podcast. And as always, I would love to hear from you. Tell me your stories. What is going on with you? What's important to you? You can email me at info at t21mom.com or find me on Facebook, also at t21mom, 
or on Instagram or Twitter at Trisomy21Mama. And it would also mean a lot if you subscribed and left us a review. So keep on loving on your rocking kiddos, and we will see you next time. See you, Mary. Take care. Thanks, Ron. Bye for now. Bye.